TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. A whole lot going on with this station don't forget today at the Texas Rangers Toy Drive, the G-Bag Nation will be live out at Globe Life Field if you want to go see them. They've also got a stacked list of guests with John Gray at 3.30, Mike Maddox at 4, Matt Hicks at 5.30, and Emily Jones at 6. And then tomorrow, Sean and RJ are going to wrap up the Firehouse Tour from Firehouse 4 in Wiley, off of McMillan, and we will, of course, be at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford, off of Airport Freeway. Miller Lite will be giving away a pair of tickets to Cowboys-Eagles. What? Cowboys-Eagles? Yeah. yeah. You're kidding me. I am not. That is going to be worth your time, then. Absolutely. And plus, hopefully, you like us, too. Is yeah. What are Eagles players do you fear... And where do you think the Cowboys hold an advantage? I want to go ahead and fire off cut number eight because I feel like this player is probably on everybody's list. He still got it. Goes to the end zone and it's caught by A.J. Brown for the touchdown. Fair to say that A.J. Brown would be on everybody's list of players from the Eagles to fear. Yes. Yeah, he's definitely... um, trying to 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 rein him in is tough he's physical he can high point he can run he can do all of the things and so trying to figure out what body type and speed type works best against him sometimes I do think like Dirk for a long time had a hard time with smaller defenders underneath his like underneath his chest and that gave Bruce Bowen type of guy yeah exactly that because he was afraid of them getting under his ankles just like Bruce Bowen but uh, but that was a, a problem for him, and I I do wonder if if a smaller, faster defender is better because that person can stick to him a little bit better. But then he can just outmuscle you, and you're just like, Dad Gum, man, what what do we got to do here? Uh, so yeah, AJ Brown, I do fear that attack. Kevin, knowing the way that San Francisco decided to defend them, though. Is that something that I draw a little more of? I don't have to pressure Jalen Hurts because I don't fear him running as much right now. Yes. Because he's hurt. And that's what San Francisco did. They played a lot of shell coverage. The Eagles have played have had the second most shell coverage played against them this year. And so I do wonder if that's kind of screwing up everything for them because the Niners were like, we our linebackers weren't rushing. We were just backing off, making him see us. And that, that's, that gave him fits down the field. I don't mean this to be a smartass by any means, but do you think Dan Quinn and the Cowboys can do that? Do you think they can say, here's our biggest asset, but that doesn't work anywhere near as well against this team as this would? It takes so much discipline. And that's like that's something that, at this point, if, if Dan Quinn hasn't been preaching it all week and they haven't been discussing that part of, hey, look, 
I know what we're really good at, but we're gonna we're gonna give him different options. They kept him in the pocket. I mean, Mickey was talking about that a little bit. They kept him in the pocket last week, and he struggled with that because he's really good on the move, and his ability to threaten you with as a runner makes you a little more cautious with things. But they they said we're just gonna lay back. If y'all want to run, that's fine. But we are not beating us downfield, and so that's a big thing there. So AJ Brown, I think, is the obvious choice. Yep. I'm looking at their defense because their defensive line, they don't have Micah Parsons. But I'm going to ask you guys this question. Don't they? Hassan Reddick. That's my person. Or Jalen Carter. Who do you fear more? Hassan Reddick. And the reason is last game they played against him, he had five quarterback pressures. He only had one sack, but he was around Dak enough. I think he had two knockdowns or something like that, too. Uh, maybe it was four. And so he gave Terrence Steele fits think- in the last game. You think he's as good as Micah Parsons? I think somebody else needs to be in this conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, let's discuss Josh Sweat. And rub you the right way? (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Is Micah Parsons... Corey, he just joined us. Micah Parsons. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder. Micah Parsons obviously leads the league in pressures at 78. But think about this. It goes Micah, Nick Bosa, Josh Allen and then Josh Sweat. But the thing that's interesting about that is Josh Sweat leads the league in fourth quarter pressure. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I'm of the opinion this will be a close game. I I realize the majority of the Cowboys' home games have not been close, but the last game between the Cowboys and Eagles was close. I think this game is going to be close. And when the game matters the most, Josh Sweat has really turned it on. And so I'm not saying he's Micah. Maybe only two people are Micah, but... I think Josh Sweat is in this conversation of somebody that I fear from the Eagles. The the, the reason I I fear Reddick a little more is because of Terrence Steele. And that's that's the reason okay. why. Like I I feel like we're getting prime not prime but better Tyron Smith maybe uh, just as good as usual Ty, sure. Tyron Smith. But Terrence Steele has had problems this year, and there've been games where you're like, okay, he's finally got it back, and then he goes back and makes mistakes, and him. Versus Hassan Reddick in the last game was a mismatch terribly, and it caused so many problems for this. So I, I I'm still a little more concerned okay. there. But you might this might be the week that Josh Sweat gets after it too. So across that front line though, Jalen Carter, those guys are getting a lot more reps than they're used to, and that's been a bit of a struggle for them. Uh, but across that line, it is you have to beat your guy. Otherwise, you're you're dealing with where's that rest of that that extra pressure coming from. And somebody jumped in immediately with you, Corey. It's like, oh, yeah, Reddick, because he lines up with Steele. Yeah. And I, that makes a lot of sense. I did see from the 469, I fear Devontae Smith the most. And he, here's an interesting note about Devontae Smith, because he's seventh in receiving yardage in the NFL since week eight. So, well, that's pretty good. Good job. I think what kind of balances that out, even though I realize they will not face off against one another, CeeDee Lamb is far and away the leader in that category since week eight. So as much as I appreciate Devontae Smith, CeeDee Lamb's like 50% more effective since week eight. And CeeDee Lamb has been blowing up with double-digit catch games. And so I think... I understand what that person is saying. Devontae Smith is a weapon to be certain, but I feel oddly comfortable if we have the same weapon again, even though I know they will not go head to head in the game. Yeah, but does does AJ AJ Brown is a weapon 
For and sure. so they have two weapons. I do fear AJ. And when you Brown. commit so much against AJ Brown, then all of a sudden it's like Over okay. Commit. But it, for me, Kevin, with Devontae Smith, it's his second down receptions. Oh, he, he second Hell down. Man. He has just as many uh, receptions and yards as he does on first down, and he averages thirteen yards per catch on both of those. Three touchdowns okay. on second down. Three touchdowns on second down. That's the most. And it just feels like whenever they need to get a 13-yard out, uh, they always get it with Devontae Smith. And that's not – it's not the third down crusher, but it's that second down gun. we got to reboot this this whole thing now. And they picked up 13 yards in addition to it. So I understand Devontae Smith because he can slip through and slip past the cracks and all of a sudden he's in the end zone. You're like, what the hell happened? But it's for me, it's those second down receptions that really are killers for me from uh, from uh, from Smith. From the eight one seven, Darius Slay got brought up, and then from the two one four, I'm surprised I haven't seen this more so far. I fear the Eagles' best player, the refs. Okay, and nobody's bringing up Jalen Hurts. No, I've not seen. I, but, I was, because I don't think he's healthy. That's the reason. Like I, I. He has to be a thrower if he's only going to rush for two two uh, two times. For like With the game yards. on the line, though, he's done the job. He's been incredible. Yeah. If the Cowboys can have a game plan. Now, the problem is, Kevin, they are not as physical. I don't think they're as physical of a team by any means as the Niners. That sure. is something that you impose your will on them, and they and that's what the Niners do. And the Cowboys have yet to prove that for me, although they have had these games where you're just like, wow, they destroyed that terrible opponent. But can they? I need to see them do it against this type of team, and that could be the different factor in whether or not I fear Jalen Hurts in this game. I this, this might sound a little weird, but a little bit I fear Nick Sirianni because do you know he's 3-0? and on Sunday Night Football, and the Eagles are 14-2 and in their last 16 road games. Oh, wow. So there are some incredible numbers. Like, for as much as they got just smacked down by the 49ers, so did we. And the Eagles have won their last two Sunday Night Football games against the Cowboys. Nick Sirianni is 3-0 and on Sunday Night Football. And the Eagles are 14-2 and in their last 16 road games. That combination of numbers makes me think, well, clearly they're doing something right with this head coach, and I don't like it. The... This I'm not worried about this game. You're not. Whoa. They're going to win. The Cowboys are going to win. The hell, Mike? Does that have the Mike Bassett guarantee? They're a... not going to win by, they could, but I don't think they're going to win by 14 or more points. But yeah, I do think the Cowboys at home are going to beat Philadelphia. I would be shocked if it is something like 42 to 17. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I love it. I love to hear that from Mike because that's not typical. But he did predict them to be in the Super Bowl this year. So, but then I backed off and y- said hey, eleven and you know six. What? I'm. What are you at now? You can't. You don't think eleven and six anymore, do you? Especially no, if you no, think no, they're no, going to no. win this no, game. No, I do not think eleven and six. I was just trying to decide: do I think? Do I think fourteen and three or thirteen and four? I'm going to go with 13 and 4. I think they're going to lose one of the Miami or Buffalo games. I think to to win back. To, aren't those back-to-back on the road? Yep. That seems very tough to do. So I'm going to say they go 13-4. and four. All right. I And like I said, I, I, I... Unfortunately, I think that's the five seed. I yeah, think I, right. I went with at the beginning of the season 12 wins. Yeah. The two of you scoffed at me, and I was like, oh, and so bitter about that. 
all the scoffing. Also said eleven, so I don't know. But I said twelve, and you scoffed. You were like, "That's too many." Wait, how many did you say? (laughs) Twelve. Yeah, exactly. That was the that was the sound you made. The um, I somebody finally said it, and that was probably the one I really should have come up with first. But it's Kelsey. It's the the trio interior offensive line, and can you penetrate that? What they do. And then also, if you're in fourth down situations or third short uh, third down situations, can you stop that play? And, and and I think the variety of answers, it's not like we didn't know this already, but the variety of answers is the most you've seen in a month since yeah. or five or six weeks since the last time you played the Eagles. So I think it's awesome that the Cowboys are on a four game winning streak, but I think everybody also realizes this is a whole different deal. Yeah. And, and, and I think your team is playing at a different level okay. uh, for fair, sure. Fair. And that's, and that's fair. But at the time you had a lot of confidence. You still had a lot of confidence that you could play Philly and you stuck with them on the road. And, but I don't think Kevin, whenever we were discussing this, that variety was even there. I think we were like AJ Brown, Jalen hurts, and we kind of somebody was like Goddard, but now that Goddard's gone, that's a that's been a, a hole in their offense as well. So it's kind of forced everybody to take on different roles. I will say one positive I wanted to throw out where the advantages are. I realize how the last game uh, played out, but Dak is still thirty and eight against this division, and so he he steps up and plays well again. Well, obviously this year he's played well a whole lot. But again and again, he steps up and plays exceedingly well against divisional opponents. And I do have kind of a hard time imagining the Eagles sweeping the Cowboys for a season series. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't feel like the that that's going to happen. So I, I'm, I'm liking that Mike's like, hey, we're going after it. We're winning this one. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.